Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Keeper. I'm your host, Zachary. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron. And this week we are talking about Renegades. Renegades. film starring Kiefer, Beefer Butherland. Beefer Butherland. Boo Byman Billups. That's him. Known He's... to most people as Kiefer Sutherland and Lou Diamond Phillips. You know, you might be right about that. Just want, I just want to make sure I wasn't leaving anybody yeah, out there with my just making sure you, we were all on the humor. same page. Yeah. Here. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips has been in other Kiefer Sutherland movies before, oh, such as Young Guns. And Young Guns too. And Young Guns too. A frequent Kiefer collaborator, this one. Yes. Yeah. The movie is about Kiefer Sutherland. It sure is. And he's a cop. He sure is. And uh, Zach, uh, on a scale of uh, plays by the rules and doesn't <laughs> oh. play by the rules, what would you? Uh, where would you put him? I would say this man. May, uh, I'd call him loose cannon. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah I'd say he you know, does not play by the rules. Yeah, this is the kind of guy doesn't play by the rules. Does not play by any rules. Does not play nice, but. No. But but he gets results. Damn it, he gets results. Damn it, he gets results. This is very much this is an '80s buddy cop film all the way. Yeah. And one, except for one important thing, and that is that it is boring. What happens in this movie, Jane? Um, okay. Kiefer Sutherland is he's on vacation, but he's also trying to get his his like supervisor, the lieutenant. Um, he's trying to catch him because he knows he's corrupt. And so he goes undercover, and apparently uh, this means he has to rob a bank. So he robs a bank. Um, I don't really know how that helps, especially once he finds out that his intentional setup to catch the guy yeah. doesn't work. It's weird that he doesn't just walk away, but, you know, that's fine. To each their own. He continues, he, he robs the, well, it's not, yeah, it's, I guess it's like a diamond place. It's a jeweler. Jeweler, that's what it is. Diamond that's what, town. that's Diamond holder. Diamond dogs. Um, yeah. Then a while, during this like seven minute long chase scene, yep. There's a part where they crash through like a museum or not a museum, but like a gallery where they're doing an exhibition on like presumably First Nations and in indigenous culture. Yeah, and, specifically Lakota. Yeah, yeah. And so like the. Uh, the main, the bad guy, Marino, Bobby Marino, he looks, he takes one look at this precious artifact, says, mm, mine. <laughs> he takes it, he gets back in the car, they peel out of there. Uh, it's um, important to know, he is played by Frank Oz, he is Yoda. Yeah, he is Yoda, 100%. He's That's why I did that voice, not because, you know, I'm tired. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he steals that, Lou Diamond Phillips plays um a young man a young lakota man who gets angry about this also because he watches his lou, bro- lou diamond phillips's brother gets killed by yeah. the bad guy so him and Kiefer reluctantly join forces to try and take down the bad guy culminating in a big old shootout yep that's really all you need to know it's so <laughs> boring yeah. Everything in this movie takes so long and doesn't matter. Yeah, I think 
I think a lot of this could have been alleviated if they had leaned a bit more into the comedy. Yeah. Of things like honestly that that the chase scene at the start the 7 minute one. It's to me that was one of those moments where I really you really feel mm. What good editing and what good audio yes. could have done for that? If because I think if you had framed it more energetically, yep. I could have had a lot more fun with it. But as it is, it's just this long stretch of, okay, these cars are after each other, and I, I don't really care because yeah, I have no reason to care about any of these characters. You're just after like minute three, you don't know what's happening, and by minute five, you've tuned out because yeah, who cares? Like wow, you did some big stunts, great. You know, Whoa. I've seen Blues Brothers, and Blues Brothers does better stunts than this, and that's, yeah. you know, like, like, uh, yeah. Um, beyond that, just a bunch of generic action, like yeah. really, and and yeah, the audio in this movie is, yeah, it's not ooh, great to say the oh least. Oh my goodness, this is, in my opinion, like. This has some of the most egregious ADR yeah, I've there's ever heard. Just like pointless stuff where it's like they clearly yes. didn't say any line there and it doesn't add anything. Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is taking me out of the film. Exactly. Even more yeah. than I already am. Yeah. So why? It just like there's so many times where Kiefer Sutherland, you can see he's moved his mouth, but he's not really said anything. No. So like, eh, we'll just get you to say the line later. We'll put it in, and then and then yeah. like the audio quality is so different. Like especially like when they're up on that rooftop and he's just like yelling, and it's clearly he's clearly mm -hmm. in a booth. Yes. What yeah. What's the point? What What are we doing? Yeah. Um. I mean, I kind of I kind of like the villain guy. He was kind of funny. You know, he more more just like I haven't. I don't know if I've seen that guy in movies, and so his face was That's kind of one of the more interesting parts of this movie. There is, you know, it is very there. There's like some it, the villains are all like the mafia. They're yeah. all very generic mafia, and I do enjoy that. Yeah, you know, uh, they I, meet them in a in like a diner, yeah. like eating spaghetti, and then there's a big shootout. That's fun. Mm -hmm. That's always fun. Then he gets spaghetti on the bad guy's crotch, and the bad guy's like, hey, what are you doing? And hey, like, mamma mia, spicy uh, spaghetti. Keep it it's like, shut up, asshole. <laughs> this is, uh, I feel like, uh, I guess I. it's been a while since I've watched some of the other 80s Kiefer movies, but I feel yeah. like this is really where the cop persona. Yeah, this is very, I mean, it's, it's he's a cop who doesn't play by the rules. Yeah, like... And it's a loose cannon. Mm -hmm. And he curses a lot, and he even does say, God damn it, you know, multiple times. Yep. Um, God, there's just not a lot of meat on the bones, are no, there? No, it's an hour and 45. Once again, as we have said before, you know, you need... you need I, This needs to be regulated, Zach. We need to create yes. an approval board where if you want to make your movie... Longer than an hour and a yeah. half, you have to submit it. Submit the reasoning. Like, I need a 20 page essay. We cannot let this is being recorded on Wednesday, um, October, Wednesday, March the 17th. That's right, uh, the eve of the release of the Snyder Cut. We need this now more than ever. We need this now more than ever. <laughs> like, I don't, we don't get rid of the MPAA. I don't care what 
nudity and violence you have in your film. Yeah. That's fine. Kids are going to be Irrelevant. But if the kids are forced to watch four hours of Zack Snyder, they yeah. won't be fine. If they're That's... forced to watch an hour and 45 of this, they're not going to be fine. The kids will not be all right, okay? Kids are not we're, all right. We have to get the offspring in here. And make sure their songs are under three minutes, because long songs, nah, I like a good long song. Anyway... This is. Um, God, yeah, we're eight minutes in and we are filler because there's no, nothing no, no, in this movie. There's nothing. I mean, you know, I I will say like it was kind of nice in a way, like just to watch. Just as in like, I feel like this is what a lot of the earlier movies we watched in this podcast yeah. were like. Because you know this is on the, like yeah, there's levels of technical competence here. Mm-hmm. It's done fine. It's well, a very it's standard, just, like, yeah, mid-tier dozen, 80s movie. Yeah. Like, not hot straight to video, but also not, like, a big theatrical blockbuster. Just yeah, like your this, average run-of-the-mill generic buddy cop. Yeah, the weekend this opened, um, I was just looking a lot on Box Office Mojo. Um, the weekend this opened was, this, was like, Indiana Jones 3, oh. like, Last Crusade was, like, three yeah. or four weeks into its run at this point. Uh, so yeah, like you could see a fa- you could see a faded, uh, ratty film copy of uh, The Last Crusade, or you could go see Renegades. Go see Renegades. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. with with Sean Connery and and other man and hat with whip. <laughs> Gotta have the hat and or whip. Or Kiefer Sutherland kind of going. Er, I don't like you. And Kevin Phillips going, er, I don't like you. Well, he's I'm, he's got to be wearing red face in this, right? Because uh, he's because he's 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 like I don't know. He's like Filipino Spanish IRL. Yeah, yeah. He does get cast <laughs> as Native American quite often. That is. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I think he does, like, I don't know, like, looking at his Wikipedia page, I think there's, like, a bit of ancestry there, but it just, anyways, yeah, kind of weird. That, um, yeah, like, a lot. Like, when it's like, like, well, you were able to find, you know, indigenous people for the other indigenous roles yeah. in this movie, uh, or what, you like, know, I'm making an assumption here, but still a I'd be reasonably say I think I'd be reasonably safe in assuming that. And it's just nah, man. We couldn't couldn't find anyone yeah. from the Diamond Phillips part. It had to be him. That I, guy's just maybe it was more so that it was a Kiefer movie and and like Kiefer. It, I mean, you know, he's just in a lot of Kiefer movies. Is the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just like there. just in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's. Yeah, uh, this movie, although, yeah, this movie did make me laugh out loud a couple times just because the sheer tropiness yeah. of it at a point where, like, specifically, I think the funniest slash most egregious one is anytime any indigenous person is on screen. Yeah. It's just, it's magic flute time, baby. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you better, these people are spiritual and otherworldly and you had better damn well know 
according to the movie. Yeah, it's like how anytime in a movie you go to Mexico, it's or it's orange. It's always it's orange. It's, it's mariachi time. <laughs> you know, every there's just they they gotta the get their sting in there people. anytime. Yeah. Anything even remotely related to anything uh, Lakota is on screen. Yeah, it's like it is. It's wow. flute time. This movie, this movie, that's the problem with this movie. Uh, like, it's just, it is, it brings nothing original to the table. Mm-hmm. It is in 1989, and it is, it has seen all the buddy yeah. cop movies of the 80s, yeah. and it said, well, why reinvent the wheel? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they have well, it's a mixed race, race partnership. But, uh, the get cop this. who doesn't play by the rules. Get this. The Lakota guy? Yeah, yeah he's magic. He can, oh, he can talk to dogs. Oh, yeah, he can. He's a dog whisperer. <laughs> he can run really it. fast. Like, he keeps up with the chase for a decent portion of that chase. <laughs> he does. Um, the, I don't know. There's, yeah. He's a good tracker. Like, it's, uh, yeah. It's all very, like, 80s, like, not racist in, like, the we hate them, but racist in the their magic in the othering way yeah yeah kind of way it's not good it's bad yeah one uh, could even say bad one could maybe even say bad remember the part when Kiefer Sutherland just throws the bowl um at, at yeah the he does the bowl of cereal just like that buddy, was you just got like cereal or whatever that was in that you bowl just got sh- yeah, you, got, like, you just got shot you just got shot like, what's your plan, bud? You're gonna run? Yeah. <sighs> oh, or, like, what was up with the part when Kiefer Sutherland like backed away in the car, and he like stops the car, and then all of a sudden Kiefer Sutherland walks out to go close the hood on the car, and Lieutenant Phillips is already there. Well, you know, it was, you know, it, he's a fast guy. He's trying to get away. No, he was like sitting on the thing. Oh, when he was reversing? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't he didn't there. run behind the car. I thought he was running in front. I thought he I thought he just managed to catch yeah, up. Cuz he cuz like he gets out and then like Lou yeah, Dimesops is sitting on the running engine, obviously. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, either way, it's funny. Um, it's a bad. Deadly. It's just so boring and I don't have anything else to say about it. Uh, I do. The score okay. was bad. Um, yeah, it was not good. Bad score. It, for the most he part, he shoots. Was... He does not score. Yeah, it just needed something more interesting, energetic. This was just kind of lifeless generic? and generic and way too sad. Um, this movie really wants to be serious. Yeah, that's the other problem with it. When like I'm not not into that at. All I do not no. care about this this girlfriend character who appears for oh my, like yeah, fifteen just minutes like, and immediately gets martyred like moments after this. Yeah, and it's like I don't even none of the characters even care about her enough for that to work. Yeah, let alone yeah. for me to care. Yeah. Also, when she gets shot, I am pretty certain. I am almost like you know ready to be quoted that I think there's a Morrowind sound effect huh. when she gets shot. Like, it sounds like, I, I can't remember if it's like the, 
taking fall damage noise or if it's like actually like getting hit by a bow and arrow noise anyways <laughs> i put 104 hours into morrowind i remember all the soundtracks because uh, like especially you know bethesda back then yeah hey some pretty common stocks like sound there's archives. also like so like page turning in those games too oh my goodness it's also like life. a gunshot, like one, during one of the gunfights. There's definitely a sound that I remember from a Timon and Pumbaa PC game that came in a cereal box. So oh, that's even better. That's really good. They got some good sound effects in this movie. They got the movie. good sound effects in this film. They got the uh, good library. Yeah. Too bad they don't have a good movie. One, yeah. you know something interesting though. What's something interesting? So this movie takes place in Philadelphia, and yet yes. in one part you can distinctly see a Loblaws. Oh, Loblaws, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> is a Canadian chain of supermarkets. Yeah. So it was filmed in Canada, baby. That's funny. Yeah, no, that would Always totally love seeing sense. Canadian chains in American cities and movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's also funny because there's definitely a point at the start of the film, like during the initial uh, confrontation, where they're definitely in front of a place called Paddy's Pub. Yeah. And it's like, hmm. Patty's hmm. Pub in Philadelphia. It is always <laughs> sunny there. I have heard this. Anyway. Sun does not set that often. On the Philadelphian Empire. <laughs> sun is yet to set on the on uh, Gritty's Empire. God. Uh, is this film a kefir? I'm going to say no. I wanted it to be. I was looking forward to a buddy cop movie, and it's just boring as hell. It's not yeah. a kefir. It's yeah. tagline time. Taglines. They trusted no one until they had to trust each other. They had to trust each other or die. Uh-huh. The boys are back in town. <laughs> that one doesn't fit at all, but I love it. This time, they've brought their guns to the city. What? A cop on the warpath. An I Indian like... in gangland. Nothing can stop them. What do you feel like, my friend? I feel like some of yeah. these taglines would have worked better for uh, Cowboy Way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, because, I don't know, anyways, there's no buddy in this buddy cop movie. No. They're never really friends. They're just kind of like, hey, you're here with, you're stuck with me, kid. Okay, cool. Hey. You know, they make some funny comments, but it just never, it never turns no. into anything. It is messed up that there's a million songs about Christmas, but only one song about the boys being, <laughs> the boys back, being back, back in town. town. What is wrong with this generation? Uh, let's find us. out by going to Amazon Reviews. That's right, it's Amazon Reviews time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Amazon Reviews. Uh, this one comes to us from Christopher J. Foster. Oh. Four stars. Could have been campier. <laughs> Reviewed in Canada, May 6th, 2013. I bought this because I was familiar with some of the filming locations. It was shot in the greater Toronto area. And I was hoping it would be a campy action film. But it's not nearly as campy as I would have liked. But it does get more and more campy as it goes on. Thank you, Chris. I guess. Yep. Um, next one, one. Com- oh, you, oh go. you got one? You go. Okay, this one comes to us from B. Chandler. Four stars. Formula Revenge, A Little Mystic, and A Lot of Fun. This has... All the basic revenge elements in Formula. And who better than Kiefer Sutherland as the Dirty Harry type out 
to out to make amends for his dirty cop father and find other dirty cops. A lot of dirty. He teams Very up dirty. with Chief Lou Diamond Phillips. No, he thought, he made it very clear. Until the very end. Anyway, of Bats, 1999. A-S-I-N-B-0-0-0-0-0-3-L-9-C-Q-Fame. Thank you. The bad guy takes diamonds and knows who the dirty cops are. So, naturally, Kiefer has to get him. This same bad guy gets a sacred relic and bumps <laughs> and bumps off the guy who or no sorry bumps off a Lakota guy in the process. So naturally, Lou Diamond naturally. Phillips also has to seek revenge and retrieve the item together with the reluctant assistance of Jamie Gertz. I think that was the girl who got martyred. Yeah. This odd couple does tracking and hitting and jumping and shooting and horsing around and and. And if you can't remember, you saw Jamie Gertz before, you may have missed Sibling Rivalry, 1990. See my review. Okay, this movie has sure lots of action that. and standard dialogue. Some. Some? Some. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say indigenous mystery. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> uh. And you will never guess who the real bad guys are until 20 minutes before the end of the movie when they practically rub your nose in it. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Get that the review. That's the review, yep. Okay, well, we got one from Kindle Customer. Uh, five stars. Reviewed in the United States on June 6, 2019. Native American. Love the story. Great actors and actresses in it, plus it dealt with Native Americans and a lance that was sacred to them. Because that's a really <laughs> that's always a plus. That's <laughs> really what we're looking for these days. Listen, here that's the... my favorite genre of movie. Look, dude. I mean, everyone knows that the, the, the those movie genres win mega Oscars. Okay, it's not Mank. It's not Mank. It's, it's <laughs> not Mank. movies. It's not Mank. Uh, it, is, <laughs> it is a review from Matthew David Cooper. That's two star review. Two stars. Bought for someone else. Oh. I'm it? just curious. I'm just curious how how uh, it's a two star review if you bought it for someone else. Did they not like it? Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, I, looking at a bunch of these reviews, it seems like the girl who plays the uh, the girl in this movie, yeah, the, the girl plays, plays the girl, plays the girl character. Yeah. Uh, I think she was star in Lost Boys. Huh. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. A lot of German reviews. So a lot uh, of German I'm reviews. Go with uh, this one from Bazooka Joe. <laughs> Five stars. Yeah. Reviewed October first, twenty twenty. I'm classiker. <laughs> Gut Kino vom Feinsten. That's it. That's the review. Kino I'm classiker. Uh, we got a review from Kim. It's a five-star review. Cop movie for sure. Entertainment. Wow. That's good. Um, this one comes to us from LV Whodunits five stars a perfect duo i wanted this movie because i had seen it before 
One reason, Lou Diamond Phillips. He is an underrated actor who is typecast in many ways. However, I have never seen anything from good at, but good acting from this performer. I have always enjoyed his acting, even when I did not like the movie. And I remembered enjoyed this one. I remember I enjoyed this one. Pop. Period. Of course, Kiefer Sutherland, like his father, can do anything well. Now I can enjoy it anytime I want. Thanks. Wow. That's the You're end welcome. of the review. Is that the end of reviews, though? No, I actually got one from Thoughtful Reviewer. Oh. Uh, every other review we've ever read on this show has been thoughtless. I mean... This one that ain't comes far to from us the from truth. Thoughtful Reviewer. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to dunk on Bazooka Joe and his <laughs> Ein Klassiker. That is true. Um, anyway. Thoughtful Reviewer, three stars. Okay, but a little boring. Not that great. A lot of pointless killing. I never did figure out what reason that girl had for being in the movie. <laughs> I guess the people that made the movie didn't either. Because they killed her off. And she was actually incredibly stupid. Just ran out in the middle of a gun battle. Okay for free on TV on a Saturday afternoon, but not worth a penny plus shipping. And all the spirituality stuff was so predictable. And so was mm. the corrupt cop stuff. And then a guy sets fire to his own super fancy barn full of horses. Really? That's not going to bring in the cops for miles around? I'm being <laughs> generous with the three stars. Are you? Thank you, Thoughtful Reviewer. That that's all I have. That's, okay, that's well, reviews. Welcome, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Keeper News Desk. Mm -hmm. I'm your news correspondent, Zachary Ladeek. This well. week in Kiefer News... Young Guns 3 is definitely in the works, according to Emilio Estevez. Wow. So a few weeks back, we reported on how Kiefer Sutherland, how the, not Kiefer Sutherland, uh, the director of Young Guns 2 and 1 uh, teased uh, Young Guns 3. And now e Emilio Estevez, uh, star of both films, has confirmed that it is definitely in the works. We do not have any more details. We don't know if Kiefer's going to be in it or not, but it is happening for whatever reason. Well, uh, cinema is dead, and we killed it. The Snyder okay. Cut is four hours long. Um, I just need to read the last sentence of this of this article. Please do. Uh, the last paragraph. You know what? <laughs> Go ahead. Make Young Guns 3. I'm not going to say we need that movie, but I will absolutely watch it if it happens. Emilio Estevez seems like a nice enough guy, and he's overdue for some sort of comeback. Here we go. This is the... Uh, it, was yes. all, it was all context for the next uh, uh, kicker. <laughs> he has the upcoming Disney Plus Mighty Ducks Game Changers series, so maybe that will signal the kickoff of the <laughs> estevez <-essence. laughs> I'm so glad you, you were able to just, like, brute force your way Chris, into that word. Chris I wouldn't have been able to. Chris Evangelista, thank you for your estimate of sorts. You're gonna be you're going down in history for being the guy who coined the term. <laughs> We're gonna be looking back in like twenty years on the Estevez Sons. And we're gonna be like it all started with Chris. All started with Chris. All comes back to Chris. Um Anyway. So now that's uh one piece of news. Our next piece of news comes from Looper.com. Yeah. 23% uh, of people agree that this is the best TV show president. So, there was a poll Ooh. recently uh, who people think is the best TV president. Uh, and 
not surprisingly, uh, Martin Sheen's character, Jed Bartlett from the West Ran- Wing, Damn. ran. But runners up included Kiefer Sutherland as Thomas Kirkman in Designated Survivor. He was the second most. Wow. Uh, with 19%. Uh, other With 16%. Our man, our boy, David Palmer David. from 24. Nice. Chief Sutherland's best friend in 24. Wow. Uh, a true legend and an Allstate commercial person. Oh. Oh. So congrats to both of them. Yeah. And Martin Sheen's dead, so greatest living presidents. Oh, when did he die? I think he's dead. I don't know. You might be right. You're probably. I don't know. He One is not. People. Yeah. Okay. He, I, thought so. I don't know why I thought he was dead. No. Huh. No, he didn't. I'm sorry. He didn't die in the Amazing Spider-Man. They didn't actually <laughs> shoot him. Okay. <laughs> Who is it that I'm thinking of? That. I don't. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Jason, you gotta tell me. <laughs> Jeez. You know what's interesting though? Uh, his brother is named Joe Estevez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, weird, yes, isn't this it? Is, well, Martin Sheen is, he, he's is Emilio Estevez's dad. Is he? Yes! And Charlie I knew Sheen's that. dad. Yeah, I know but, he's Charlie Sheen's dad. Yeah, but he, but he was but Charlie Sheen was born as Carlos Erwin Estevez. I don't know things about Charlie Sheen, okay? Okay. That's fair. I just feel like I looked all this up when we first watched. No, I'm. Pr- I, this is. You said the second you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's. I knew that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Anyway. Anyways. Martin Sheen not dead. Joe Estevez also not dead. Dang! What a roller coaster news has been. We're breaking the big news. Breaking the Martin big Sheen's news. alive. Martin Sheen did not somehow die. Uh, but, okay, who chooses, I gotta give you the options next week. So, no. you have to, your two choices are, After Alice and The Confession. Ooh, I'm feeling, right. uh, Confession is interesting to me, so I'm gonna save that for later, and we're gonna do After Alice. Okay, but what are we gonna do before Alice? <laughs> Am I right? We're gonna say thanks to Kaya for our fantastic uh, podcast artwork. So thanks, Kaya, for our fantastic podcast artwork. You can go check out links to her other work in the description. You can also find links to Kevin McLeod to create the theme song, the song, Sax Rock and Roll, which is our intro and outro every single week of our lives. Um, even when we didn't do the podcast, it's weird. Uh, I don't like it. I do like it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at HKPod and Instagram at HKPodcast, and you can leave us a review on iTunes if you want. That would be, let's just take a look. I haven't looked at the old iTunes in a few weeks. Let's, let's see. Fire it up. We're firing it up. Give me a second. Just give me a second. You know, you're so impatient sometimes. It really drives me crazy. Uh, no new ratings, but, you know. you know. We still have five, uh, we have six ratings, and all of them five stars, so I guess this is actually a really good podcast, huh? Yeah. Um, you can, it's such a good podcast that if you were, if you were inclined to, you could create a, an account on Anchor, and then you can mm-hmm. send us a, a message on there, and then we'll listen to it. Yeah. And that would be neat. Um, what else would be neat is coming back next week because I've been your host, Zach LaDuke. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's, He's a Keeper. Keeper.
This is where Bada meets Bing meets Bang. 